Hello, welcome to the Baggies broadcast. My name is Luke Hatfield. I'm your host today, season two, episode 14. That is what you are listening to right now. I'm joined by a man who not many of you will have heard from this season, to be completely honest. Digital journalist Andrew Turn. Matt Wilson has taken a week off. Andrew, you are stepping into his shoes. How are you? Good, thank you. Enjoying life, you know. Um, it's a fun life being a Baggies fan at the moment. It's really good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Mr. Matt Wilson's off on a week's uh, week's holiday, isn't he? Well deser- I think well-deserved after uh, quite a uh, topsy-turvy season so far, shall we say. Yeah, let's put it that way. It's, it's been one of them uh, one of them seasons so far. What have you been up to this weekend? Busy? Uh, I've been working. So, oh. you know, I mean, that sadly sort of uh, meant that I couldn't go and see uh, Albion at the weekend. But obviously I, fo- I followed the soon-to-be award-winning coverage for myself and Matt from the Hawthorns and... Um, and you know, um, and 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 quietly cried myself to sleep on Saturday night through uh, you know looking at all the Twitter comments. Yeah, that's it. Twitter has been a, a bit of a dangerous place. No Halloween prep from you. No Halloween no, coming up. There were, I went on a little ghost walk. To be honest. Oh, you did know. you? Yeah, yeah. I did go on a little goat walk. Ghost walk uh, when I got chance. And um, yeah, um, I, I, I thought we might pop into a certain sort of. Poltergeist is in the form of Tony Pulis. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, luckily those sort of uh, demons they haven't uh, popped back up. Yeah, it's only Tony Mowbray popping up, causing problems at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Let's talk about that one. West Brom one, Blackburn one. Um, if I was to offer you a point before the game, would you have been happy with it? In all honesty, probably not. I would have still been of the idea. Well, put it this way: if we if we could start the whole week again, mm. I was. Pretty much convinced that they would be getting uh, two wins at least minimum out of the three games. Yeah, home form's been by and large pretty good. Scoring goals for fun at home, you know, no problems. But uh, just this whole week's been a bit of a calamity from start to finish. Really, uh, you know, the last three games or so, um, and yeah, sadly, I think we got, we kind of got. Just about got the point. I mm. think Blackburn were good value. Uh, obviously, read all the coverage, followed up on the highlights and that, and it looked like you know they had just as many sort of uh, chances as well. It was lucky, obviously, the last few minutes with uh, the sending off and 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 uh, not the uh, the injury the to the injury, goalkeeper. Sorry. But they already they had some but, rotten luck. Blackburn did through the game and a yeah. couple of injuries, and then. Before you know it, you've got a midfielder, not the biggest midfielder in the world either, in, in between the sticks. Yeah. Would you have expected Albion to take some pot shots? A lot of the fans I was speaking to after the game, they were saying, just stick some crosses on him, take some pot shots from range. But on the whole, I think Blackburn, I mean, Darren Moore, after the pre- after the, after the game, was speaking to the press and he was saying, well, they put bodies behind the ball. So. Well, this is it, you know. They're not going to just sort of um, capitulate, are they? You know, they're defending for their lives out there and mm. there's only so many times you can sort of uh, hoik stiff in. I mean, it, it, it's one of them crazy situations. You sort of send tons of bodies forward. They're obviously defending in numbers. It's massively congested, you know. Yeah. <sighs> it's pot luck, isn't it, if you can score in them sort of circumstances, so... Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Albion missed Dwight Gale a little bit? Obviously, he didn't make the cut for injury. Well, he's been a massive focal point, hasn't he, this season? You know, his goals have been uh, fantastic. Uh, so, uh, naturally, I think it was going to be a bit of a struggle. I think, um, uh, you know, Rodriguez played, uh, played well. But, uh, yeah, you're going to miss the goals from that guy. He's been red hot this season. So. 
Yeah, and let's talk about the goal a little bit. It was almost a classic Albion goal circa two years ago, to be honest with you. A corner whipped yeah. in from Matty Phillips, and guess who's on the end of it? Craig yeah, Dawson. Craig Dawson, I know, massive head at the, uh, in the box. It was, yeah, a really good goal. I, I think you want to keep those sort of sides to the game. I mean, I, I always liked the fact that we had that in the locker, that we could pull something out of a set piece. And I mean, I know that we've tried to build a lot more... Uh, about our play nowadays, and uh, but you know it was nice to see that actually. I was I was very nostalgic to see that going. I was yeah. a big of at the back, but uh, yeah, sadly we didn't have uh, Pulis's proficiency at the back. Yeah, sadly not. Um, all round a good game from Mr. Dawson, to be honest. Yeah, much improved, I think. To be honest, uh, it, it, I've been disappointed. I was disappointed in the preseason when um, he seemed to, you know throw his arms up in the air, have a little bit of a uh, childish strop about not getting the move away. You know, I can understand that he wanted to play away but um, and get back in the Premier League and when Burnley was sort of asking the questions, I can understand why he wanted to go but surely as a professional, he should have just got his head down a bit sooner and I, I, I think it's been a bit of a shame that we've not really seen the best of him playing well this season because... You know, we had a bit of a slow start to the season through, through you know, lack of uh, appearances in pre-season. So, um, yeah, I, I was pleased to see him in there because I think uh, we've got to desperately get uh, defensively a lot tighter and, mm. and stop conceding so much. I think we've only had one clean sheet. Is it some roughly this season in the yeah. in the league? I mean, it's just not. You know, it's nowhere near enough. Mm. From a fan's perspective, Andy, are you are you a fan of the new system? Obviously, it's brought a lot of excitement to the Hawthorns. A lot of fans are enjoying that, but at the same time, defensively, Albion can seem so frail, and it's, it is worrying <laughs> when you've got you know some players, for example, like Carl Bartley, and some maybe Tosin Adarabio. He, he grew into the game over the weekend, but he looks very casual on the ball, and it's, it's probably one of them where he's been raised in the Man City course, setup, so yeah, he's used yeah, to with yeah. the ball at his feet. <laughs> Almost makes it look effortless when he's on the ball, but it's also worrying when you're a fan. Yeah, do you reckon this system is something that you enjoy? Or I really enjoy it. I love it. I, I, people I sit within the stand when I sit. Uh, I'm generally in the east stand when I go up. Um, mm. they've, they've, the panic kicks in. The fairly anxiety kicks in when we when you see sort of it getting played out from the back. Just because maybe we haven't seen it for ever really, or certainly in the last few uh, few seasons. But I think it's the modern way of playing. It's a way that allows you to have a possession based um uh, you know uh possession based tactics I, it, 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 it's a way i want to see us playing mm. and um the only problem is obviously it's a big sea change you've got to have the players that are comfortable with doing it they don't necessarily look like they they're fully comfortable with it at the moment johnson bartley mentioned but i i'd rather us persevere with it to be honest mm. So do you think this like style of play which Albion have really brought in, obviously Darren Moore's you know, implemented this and obviously it's an exciting brand of football. Is that something you think has kind of developed from the Man City success, so to speak? Obviously you've seen them in the Premier League yeah. doing so well playing that kind of football. Yeah, this is it. I think whenever you get something like that, it becomes a new trend, doesn't it? A little bit really. You get sort of, uh, everyone wants to play the Guardiola way, don't they? But, mm. you know... Maybe it's a bit of a stretch for us at the moment, but I don't see why we shouldn't be trying to persevere with it. What do people want to do? Go back to just us hoiking it up uh, and, and playing long ball football again? I, I can't understand why, yeah, after two or three years of persevering with that type of football, why uh, why you wouldn't want to try and see something new? I mean, it was mm. working out at the start of the season, and yeah, maybe this week they've been found out a little bit in the last few games, but that's where... 
Moore's got to work on his system, work on plan B, work on different options. Um, but I don't see why as a bedrock we shouldn't be looking to be playing it out from the back and having that sort of possession-based game. That's it. You know, it makes it makes sense. And for all the coverage from post, you know, post Blackburn, then feel free to visit the website. There'll be plenty more on there. Right. So Andy, oh, plug alert, plug, plug alert. alert, plugs all over the place, mate. Anyway, uh, it's Halloween this week, mate. It's Halloween, spooky. so I've come up, come up with a with a spooky segment. Oh, it's called scary stats. Mm. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna come out with a stat yeah. relating to Albion here for you, okay. and you can rate it on this scale. Okay. So, this scale of fear. Right. So the least scary is Yeah. Left the lights on. My car my car lights. Left the car lights on. <laughs> okay. That's how worried you are about one of these. Right. Goes up to another level. You've run out of toilet roll. <laughs> oh god. You've already sat down, you've already done your business, no toilet roll. Pretty scary, isn't it? Oh, especially in the Express and Star offices, definitely. Oh, hundred percent. Anyway, the third level of scary is you're in the house alone, mm-hmm. you hear a dodgy noise. Not Nathan Judah. No, it's not Nathan Judah. Thank God. It's some. This, you don't know what it is, but you you scared you you're legitimately scared now. Okay. And then the scariest rating is you you are being chased. Oh God. By Mike Myers. Okay. All right. Okay. You're 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 in a horror flick. You're being chased. So you're gonna rate these stats on that level if you can, Andy. Yeah. Okay. So the first stat I've got. West Brom have scored just twice. In three games, conceding six goals in the process. How scared are you about that stat? Um, yeah, Mike Myers level, maybe. Mike Myers, oh wow. Yeah. Worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think that Dwight Gale maybe coming back could could solve that? Uh, yeah, but I just fear that are we putting too much on that one guy? I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, 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 you know, Rodriguez has been playing well. Uh, Harvey Barnes, I feel we've maybe put too much pressure on that kid. You know, it just seems a bit too focused. You know, we want mm. all the people contributing as well, like goals from corners from Greg Dawson as well. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Pretty scared about that one. Yeah, this one might scare you even more. I might need to come up with another level of fear. Harvey Barnes and Dwight Gale are Albion's both highest rated or stat rated players now. On whoscored.com, Harvey Barnes has been averaging a 7.25. Dwight Gale's averaging a 7.26. So those are Albion's two highest-rated players. Of course, both not there permanently. How yeah. scared are you about that? Oh, yeah, probably um, express and star toilet level. Oh, right, that. okay. Get you think up. other people can maybe step up, but, well, but you are scared. Yeah, I'm scared, but you know that that's where I feel Moore's got to sort of... Um, Look at bringing these other players in. He's made, he's made a big thing of, of of Sacco coming in. Showed a couple of bright moments. You know, is he the guy that can provide some goals? Matty mm. Phillips coming back. This guy's got to contribute a little bit as well. Uh, we want to see Brunty in the free kicks if he's playing. You know, um, yeah. To win the league and to win a lot of games, we're going to have to have contributors throughout the team. It's the only way forward. Yeah. Next up, Sam Field is. Albion's lowest stat-rated player at 6.11. Is it worrying not to see him playing? How worried are you? How scared are you on our scale? Oh, uh, I am scared. I am scared. Have you you just left the car lights on here? Maybe I have. Maybe I have. 
I, 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 with Field, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that, you know, I think that he is a prospect and, I, you know, I am worried that it seems like he's stalling a little bit because he's not getting the minutes on the pitch. Mm. But there's obviously reasons behind that. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm not an evangelist like some Albion fans with him. You know, I still think that he could do with bulking up a little bit, you know, and, and to become that sort of combative player I mean especially in the championship as well you need to mm. be a box to box guy as much as anything so I still think there's a little bit more that Phil needs to do in order to get in the team regularly but yeah maybe I'm a little bit worried that he's not progressing it's alright you can always run back to the car and, yeah. and turn them lights off okay. and, unless you do what I do and uh. get the training so happened to me a couple of months ago actually I drove so I, I live in Solihull I drove to my nearest train station mm. parked the car up uh, this is my old car, so I didn't it didn't have the automatic lights. Oh, um, parked life. up, left the lights on. Had to ring my girlfriend on the train. I was like, as my, as my train was pulling off, I looked over, left the bloody lights on. Didn't oh, no. Had to ring her up. She had to drive and just turn them off for me. Did she? Spare set keys Oh, God, tough life, tough life. First, yeah. first world problem. M- miniature heart attack I had mm, when that I happened. would. All right, last stat, last stat. West Brom have conceded 23 goals this season so far, the most of any team in the top half of the championship. Yeah. Andy, is, how scared are you? That, that is my, my scared for me, yeah. Yeah. Because I just think that may be our big Achilles heel at the moment, you know. Mm. Um, it's... I, I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe Johnson just feels... He's, he's appeared nervous for me. I know, I know that you've seen him uh, when you've covered Villa a lot of, uh, last season and you were impressed by him. For me, I just haven't seen that, you know, commanding keeper that has sort of, you know, that to take over from Ben Foster in that mm. sense. And I, the jitters seem to be running throughout the defence. And um, maybe it starts with him. I don't think it's obviously helped, like I mentioned before, the Dawson situation. Bartley, you know, I don't think we've seen the best of him either. And Hagazi as well. And then you put in a lot of, you know, you put in a lot of pressure on Adarabaya then to... Uh, to be a consistent presence, you know. So, yeah. yeah, that's nervy for me. I'm a bit worried, you know. It's a bit spooky. I wouldn't be so worried about Sam Johnson if I were you. Having, mm. having seen him, and I'm obviously a lot of Albion fans who listen to this know that I'm a Villa fan. Mm. But having watched him last season, one thing I'd say about Sam Johnson is he's a superb shot stopper. And yeah. I, think, I think he's showcased that for Albion already this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, is it's it's not, distribution? Is that, is that the structure? His distribution's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I never really had any major issues with that. The only the only worry I suppose that comes with Sam Johnson is he's not the most imposing of sizes yeah, as a goalkeeper. True. So he doesn't always come and claim crosses when you think, oh, maybe you should got got that one. Yeah. And then maybe he does. He's quite quiet as well. You never yeah. really hear him barking out orders. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. But on the whole, I think he's a very good goalkeeper. Well, this and is one it. Who this will is, develop as well. This is what I was hoping for because I mean, you know, you get. Ben Foster when he left I was disappointed but I did, there was a part of me that thought oh maybe we've actually had the best years of him and you know a, a, a younger keeper who's you know obviously had a good season in the championship mm. would be you know feel like a good fresh start someone who uh, who you know we could mould a little bit but yeah I, I, I've been a little fearful that you know it hasn't quite worked out for him so far mm. put it this way a lot of Villa fans were sad to see him go yeah, to Albion so yeah, fair enough. that's always one fair way enough, to consider it yeah. let's talk about Tony Mowbray quickly yeah. um, 
because of course he did manage to get a point from the Hawthorns is a return for well, him worked out pretty well if, if ever there's been a last uh, a bit of a start of the season that was a bit Mowbray-esque it's been this one really because we, you know we've been free-flowing and scoring a lot of goals yet could never keep him in it uh, keep him out mm. um, under Mowbray you know he's um uh, He's a strange figure with the Albion now. I think a lot of Albion fans probably still hold him in quite a, you know, quite decent regard. You know, he did mm. a lot for the club, and we, we, you know, but I think it was his departure that sort of uh, that, uh, you know, with me. I, I was disappointed the way that uh, he left the club, and I think that for a lot of Albion fans, maybe you know. Uh, it was a bit of a shame after we'd had so much support from the fans over the years. Yeah, well, he's given some interesting quotes following oh, the Blackburn game. Yes, it was did. really interesting, actually. He said, after the defeats to Wigan and Derby, it was a fantastic time to play West Brom because they would have been delicate. He said, you could feel it a little bit. The supporters were anxious with the goal kicks. Are they playing out? We tried to feed off that, really. That was always the plan. People will always try and feed off that anxiety. I watched their last four games. I saw Derby press really effectively against them. They shot themselves in the foot against them. But you have to have men in advanced areas on the pitch to score goals like that against Albion. You try and create a game plan for the team, but they have to buy into it and be brave to play high up the pitch. You have to let them start playing and get on the front foot. What are you making that from uh, Tony? Because he's he's kind of preying on on the fans and their anxiety yeah, yeah. in the system. Well, I think that's a massive key. I think, you know, you every time you've gone up, um, admittedly I wasn't up on Saturday, but I've been up on uh, on other occasions up at the start of the season. And I don't know what people are like. As soon as there's a, we can see the goal, or even when there's been a big, bad bit of play, if we have played out from the back and it's gone out for a throw-in or something daft like that, the the, the chuntering and the, the, the you know... Frustration from some sections at the Hawthorns is incredible. I think it does get the players on edge. I can't. I think this. It's been a massive reality check. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I, maybe I wasn't um, on the same wavelength as a lot of Albion fans. But I didn't think that we'd be like running away with it in the top two at the start of this season. You know. I think I, I previously said. You know. If we'd be anywhere near the bottom of the playoffs mm. in that sort of level, then I think it'd be a reasonable start. And and I think people have got to. I've got to sort of got to rein it in a little bit because I mean there was booze that well a little bit of booze yeah, at the end of the game yeah it wasn't booze. massive but there were sections that were, were uh, voiced their concern at the end of the game and that but you know we've been on a good run there's been some good results some excellent performances some really good goals scored I don't really get what people are worried about they're fifth in the table today I mean how stupid as it was when we actually went one nil up. Um, we were top of the league for, yeah. for you know a few minutes before other teams sort of piled in and that and we conceded so this whole weekend could have uh, could have ended so much more differently anyway and I think when you look at when you try and put things in context you've got to you know you've got to rein it in I mean Wigan were playing well at home um, you know Derby have been back in form a little bit you know Blackburn performing well it's an even game on the weekend I you know, the championship's such a competitive league that you've got to mm. you've got to not sort of get yourself involved in a roller coaster uh, every week. For me, I just think that people, I don't know whether results like the seven one and things like that sort of gave us a little bit too much of a like uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<coughs> too much of an idea that we were going to be racing away with it. But I think it was. Uh, I think it's. Um, I think it's a bit of a reality check, majorly. Yeah, and I mean, speaking to some of the fans last week, especially, especially um, after the defeats to Derby, there was fans who were suggesting that Darren Moore wasn't the right person, yeah. and that Dean Smith was one that they really <coughs> wanted. And it's just, I mean, come on, you've lost two games on the bounce, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, give give the blokes some credit and give well, them some time, because it's been great football up until them points. And yes, the away performances aren't at the level which maybe no, no, fans no, would want. No, no, and I can get that. I, I definitely get that. And I, I, a lot of the fans who go there week in, week out and go away from home have definitely have the right to their opinion and, and know it better than I. But... You know, maybe more isn't quite tactically there in terms of maybe having ways that he feels he can change his game. I know some people have, have moaned about sub- substitutions occasionally with him and that, but you know, he is a bit of a novice manager. But we've tried the experience side, we've gone down the road with Pulis and Pardew, and I just believe that. That you've got to give the guy a bit of time. He's trying to change the philosophy of things. Why not just sort of try and buy into it for a little while longer? Mm. There's no more big options out there, you know. Yes, people can talk about Dean Smith, but you know, Steve Bruce is available. Well, <laughs> that would be fun, blimey, you know. Well, but I just seriously think they've got to give the guy a little bit more time. You know, what do you want to go back to? Six months ago, twelve months ago. Just please, just, just, you know, this is a guy who I firmly believe has got the best interest of the club at heart. He's got a good coaching backroom staff that's helping him now as well. And, you know, it, it is what it is. It's just a competitive league. I think people have just got to cut the guy a bit of slack, I think. It is a crazy, crazy league because you look all the way down to Villa, wherever they are now, I think it's like 16th, 17th almost, and they're still within well, within 10 points at the top of the table. Well, this is it. The Blues have gone on a great run uh, and, and are suddenly, uh, you know, pushing up the top of the table. They were awful at the start, you know, they couldn't yeah. really get the results that they wanted at all. So it's going to be one of them sort of seasons. It really is. I just think people have got to enjoy the ride a little bit. Yeah. Some weeks it's going to be tough. Other weeks, you know, they'll turn up and win 7-1. Uh, the, 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 the situation's been there the same uh, all the way through the season. We know defensively it's not great, but you lose guys like Johnny Evans and you lose the experience of McCauley, then things are going to be thrown up in the air, you know, and that's just what happens. It's the way football is, isn't it? it? Is. Do, you reckon, do you reckon teams are almost figuring out Albion a little bit now? Because it started so, so strong and then you I see don't... you see these results and you start to think of teams caught on. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt they probably are. Marking Barnes a little bit tighter, you know, he's been red hot. So, mm. as, you know, everyone knows about Gale from last season. He's continued his form again, uh, sort of this season back in the Championship. So, yeah, they probably have found about, but this is where, you know, he has brought in players like Sacco, he has got other options off the bench, some of the kids like Kyle Edwards, you know, Leco. I mean, where's the mystery man, Oliver Burke? I don't know. I mean, he seems to be sort of doing okay for the for the under-23s. Banging them in at the youth level, isn't this he? This is it, this is it, but obviously, you know, there is more going on behind the scenes. People are still talking about his fitness now. I mean, if he can't get fit by now for however long he's been at the club then blimey you know he don't really even uh, don't deserve to be there so I don't know yeah I spent <laughs> a lot of money on him as well yeah um, would you support a change in the system or do you want to keep it as is uh, it's obviously not working with Bartley sort of 
in the three as a uh, he's been playing predominantly on the left side. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, maybe it's time to go back to four at the back potentially. Uh, certainly away from home, but I, I, I want them to persevere. I really do. Mm. Right. So take on Hull this weekend. It's in Hull at the KCOM. Hull's struggling a fair bit this season. Um, good chance for Albion to get back to winning ways, you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's a golden opportunity, I think, um, for them to try and get back onto it. I think they've got, luckily this week, there's no games. They can work on these issues on the, on the training ground and, and come back with a good attitude uh, on the weekend. I mean, people want to see a result. It's a long way up there. <laughs> it is a long way. If you're going all the way, you definitely want to see... Uh, a good result. I mean, is there anyone you'd particularly like to see back in the squad? Uh, I, I, I don't. There's a. It's a bit of a mix, isn't it? Really, maybe Field deserves to still be uh, still being in around. Um, Morrison had a good game. Uh, mm. I thought. I don't know. What, what, you know. Yeah, James James Morrison. He stood. He stepped in well. To be fair to him, he had a good. performance Was he playing in the more field. of a sort of? Uh, uh, you know, well, it was a, a sitting role, was it? Yeah. Or was so it was. It was. Um, you know, the the back three or five, however you want to put it. Obviously, Gibbs wasn't there. Townsend was in. Yeah. Um, but then you had Brunt alongside Morrison. Yeah. And um, oh, sorry, it was Livermore. Sorry, alongside yeah. Morrison. Um, and then you know you've got Barnes, and then you know up front it was it was just J Rod really. Yeah. Plugging along, and he, he J Rod, I think he missed that chance in the first half where yeah. he got played through and well he didn't get played through actually he managed to rob, dispossess um, I can't remember the, the the Blackburn defender who he did manage to do so but he got through on goal and um, you'd have thought if it's Dwight Gale he's probably tucking that away I mean it was a bit harsh yeah. maybe because you know Rodriguez has earned his opportunity there and he's he's, he's he's managed to give himself a golden chance um, and uh, he, the follow up I mean I don't know how he puts it over from the best part <laughs> of eight yards but either way um yeah, it was a bit of a, um, a bit of a strange one. It was a bit of a mixed match squad, I'd say. I'd say obviously, you know, if if Moore has all 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 of his men well, fit, then that's not going to be the squad which he's going to put out. The only thing is, I, I I would like some more of the kids to be given a chance. I mean, um, I, I've mentioned about Field. I, I, you know, I, I still think that there might be more sides to his game that he needs to develop the physicality and that, but. Um, but it, again, he did play well uh, the other day. But uh, you know, uh, likes of Edwards, uh, is it time for this guy to be given a chance? You know, mm. Harper. I, I just think this season, uh, as much as anything going down, I thought that it might be a chance for them to blood some more youth and, and bring them through. I think you've seen it with Norwich and, and clubs like this; they've had to fall back on some of their youth systems, and it's paying dividends for them. And I, I think we've got a, rel- a pretty talented group and. You know, it seems like a shame that they're not really um, been seen that much, apart from fleeting glimpses and cup appearances and things like that. Do you want to give me a match prediction for the whole game? Uh, I think it's back to winning ways, but a close one. I think it might be a one niler, to be honest. One nil. Yeah, I'm yeah. going for three one to the Albion. Ooh. I don't, I don't really rate Hull, and I think they're going to score a lot of goals. Mm. Albion, but they of course they'll concede one. It's, it's Albion. <coughs> it? I know. Well, this is it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on the. You know, working this week on some defensive uh, drills and uh, and keeping a clean sheet. So yeah. Yeah, there we go. Right, let's finish up with our competition. As always, three anytime goal scorers. If all three of them come in this weekend, guess what? You win an Albion shirt. Your choice, name and number. Three games are Hull versus West Brom, of course. Villa versus Bolton, which takes place on Friday. 
this week. And then Wolves versus Spurs, that one Saturday evening. 7.45 kickoff, can you believe that on a Saturday? I know, yeah, that is a bit rough. Yeah, me. Anyway, Andy, I'm going to ask for an anytime goal scorer, please, from the whole West Brom game. I'm going to go with Jay Rod. Jay Rodriguez yes. is Andy Turns' choice there. Right, Villa versus Bolton. Let me let me think. Let me think. Who's going to score for Villa here? I don't even know if it Villa will score. They didn't score. <laughs> didn't score against QPR. First time I think they've been held goalless. Goalless. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Um, you know what? I'm going to go for uh, Jonathan Codger. Hey. Johnny Codger to score in that one. Nice one. And the last one, Wolf versus Spurs. Andy, do you want to give me an anytime goal scorer? It's got to be the main man, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. So, on Friday, I will pick, at random of course. Of course. One lucky Albion follower who retweets and follows the account. So, any, any of the tweets we put out, we will mention that you can retweet us for an entry. If you do that and you are following the account, you will be put into the bag. And I will pick one lucky person on Friday. Then that person just needs Jay Rodriguez, Johnny Codger and Harry Kane to score any time this weekend for their respective teams. And if they do so, you'll win an Albion shirt. Name a number. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Bit of a shorter podcast today, Andy. How, how did you find it? Uh, fine. I've been coughing and spluttering a little bit on occasion, but uh, I've got through it. Thank you, though. Thank there's a, you. There's a bug going around, isn't there? There, there is. is. A there's a, there is. I think it's affected the Albion as well by the look of it. So. Yeah, well, if they can put it down to that, fair play to them. Oh, what a... But there's not much else for me to say other than to thank you, Andy. Thank you. And thank everyone else for listening. <laughs>